We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jalen, let's start with Quentin Grimes. He hadn't played all of that fourth quarter. He comes Jalen Brunson. Mr. Clutch. <laughs> yes. But getting back to Grimes there, Jalen, he hadn't played that entire fourth quarter. He comes into this game, knocks down a three to put you guys up six to close this thing out. What can you say about him in that moment? Uh, he's big time. Uh, he just, he stays ready. Um, he works really hard. I mean, he's, he's meant for moments like that. So um, he wasn't scared. He wasn't nervous. He knew what to do. He knocked it down and he's, he's incredible. Mr. Clutch, Jalen, again in this fourth quarter, you're hitting shot after shot. The Pacers are coming for you. They know you're going to make those shots, take those shots. How did you find your way through this defense? Uh, they tough. They started blitzing. Uh, they made it really difficult, but um, I kept reading the defense, uh, trying to get teammates involved, and um, eventually I found seams and got to the basket, made plays, and came out with a way to win. Jalen, heading into this game, there was just one game separating you and the Pacers in the Eastern Conference. How big was it to get this win tonight? It was, it was big. It was, it was big time. Uh, I mean, they've been playing really well, uh, well coached, and uh, they're, they're, they're great. You know, we, we had to come out with a, a great mindset and find a way to win this game. Jalen, thanks. Thank you. Jason, what's going on, Jason? I wonder how many more late-game meltdowns Brunson can take. Um, the lack of poise adjustments from RJ, Julius Randle, Tibbs, Maltzby Maddening. Yeah. You know, they all got to own it. They all have to own it. All three of those. And I, I would, I personally would distribute the blame pretty evenly tonight on those guys. Uh, those three. Um, and and uh, more, more, more Tibbs though for tonight at least for not having Grimes in the game. Really did think that was pretty egregious. Um, but yeah, it's fair. Very fair, Jason. Danny Gardner, what's going on, Danny? Some hairy and clutch moments from everyone. He was and is bad, but when they were doubling the ball handler and pick and roll, it would have been perfect if uh, Isaiah Hardenstein, high post spot, but they never do that. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's another one of those things falls under the category of adjustments. Um, would I have wanted to put Isaiah Hardenstein back in the game? Um, no. And yet, at the same time, there was one moment that certainly stood out, and maybe there was another one that the, the tape would reveal where Mitch, they got the ball to Mitch in the the high, you know, whatever it was, 16, 18 feet from the basket, and he had someone was wide open under the basket and he didn't see it quick enough. 
And I, th- I think he made the pass at some point, but it may have been like tipped and went out of bounds. But like the point is like, that's a bucket. If it's, if it's most, not even Hardenstein, if it's most other centers in there, Mitch just doesn't think the game at that speed. Um, that said, I'm not sure I wanted Jalen or uh, Isaiah Hardenstein in that game. Appreciate that, Danny. Trying my best. Is there a common thread with all these big blown leads? Again, I, I think you have to look at every game on its own. So my answer to the question is going to be no, because I don't I don't think there is a common thread through all of them. And yet <laughs> this team has an issue with blowing leads. And I I to 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 pretend like there is not some of the DNA that carried over from last year when they obviously became known for this throughout the league, I think would be silly. And like, you know, Brunson is here and Brunson was a big part of it, but like Brunson was on the court for a lot of this. Now, was there a, was there an adjustment to be made with Brunson? Like let quickly bring out the ball instead of Brunson. That's fair. I think if there's a common thread, I think the team I think the team is probably not as mentally strong as it should be. As you'd like to let me rephrase that. As you'd like to see it. And yeah, going back to last year, this is more a last year thing than a this year thing, but it's still applicable. Having being a little bit more flexible with who's in the game. For sure. Uh, thanks for trying my best. Sean Ford, what's going on, Short? I hope the narrative won't be that we almost blew another big lead. I mean, but that our young team, RJ, uh, 22, Grimes, or excuse me, Grimes, 22, quickly, 23, Mitch, 24, and Obi, 24. Jalen Brunson, first time leading a team, is learning how to win these games. You know, I, I appreciate that comment, Sean. It's good perspective. Um, I I guess the reason I push back on it is it it feels like again that's why I, I don't like to make generalizations. I, I hate making generalizations. I'm just focusing on tonight, and on the focus tonight, I'm like I wanted more of quickly. And more of Grimes um, than we got. So I'm I'm not disagree- I'm not disagreeing with you. And a team does need to learn, and a team does need to go through the trials and tribulations. And while it may seem in the moment extreme, because we experienced last year, and because again they do have are tied for the most blown double digit leads in the league this year. Like this is still a young team and Jalen Brunson is still learning how to lead the team down the stretch for the first time. As always is the case. Whenever we talk about this stuff, both things can be true. The Knicks could have some issues where this stuff is concerned and we could sit here and look at this win as a positive step. And we could look at what is happening here and be like, there are good things happening. 
and we should be happy with the good things that are happening. Both things can be true. That's the reality of sports. Like it's the reality of life. The the truth is in the, the gray area in between the black and white that, you know, people want to make it out to be. So good job by you. My, my favorite comment of the night. Even if I may not wholeheartedly agree. Uh, Hush, Sue, what's going on, Hush? Only this team could blow a 20-point lead like it's nothing. But man, what a player we got in Quentin Grimes. I will sing his praises every single day. Um, the start of this one, and we didn't really talk about it on when when uh, Benji was on, but we were we talked about it on the playback. And it, it, it was okay because they were scoring at will when it was happening, but their three-point defense had some slip-ups. Not a scheme thing for the most part. Not a scheme thing for the most part, but just like, you know, Julius went under a screen on a healed three. Um, RJ and Grimes got confused on a switch, on a Spain pick and roll, high Spain pick and roll. Um, You know, Brunson was uh, the, the, the man guarding the corner and he got out in a good enough amount of time, but he's kind of small. And I thought it was a decent contest. I think it was healed, maybe hit the three, whatever it was. Um, there was another one where RJ was too aggressive on the nail help and it was healed out there and healed nailed it. That was a fourth three. Uh, Goga got us for three in the fourth quarter where it's like, again, that that's, that is actually a scheme thing. Cause they just, if it's, if it's a stretch five, they're going to let the stretch five shoot. So like, but it was more the early threes. And I felt like in that moment, the Knicks were playing well enough on offense that you would have expected them to build the lead from 20 to 30 and then just go run away and hide. And because of those early threes, early in the third quarter, the Pacers were keeping it to 20 or 19 or 18 or whatever it was. That gave them life. And if you look like other teams get blowouts, you know, and... You got to, it's 48 minutes. It's 48 minutes defense. And again, I'm not blaming that on the scheme to be very clear. It's just like you guys, you know, their defense was pretty good in the first half. Not great. It's good. They gave up a lot of good three point attempts in the first half too. And they got away with it and they got away with it late too. And they don't win that. They don't win this game. and They don't get away with that stuff. They just don't. Thanks. Hush. Uh, Jew and on what's going on, Jew. Uh, you, Juvenile was with us for our playback tonight. More Grimes late, less Randall, RJ, Mitch. If they all got it going, great. But when we're what we're seeing, when we're seeing garbage like that, we need to make a move. Completely agree. If he goes to the problem, we need to trade. Uh, that second half stunk. Uh, one of their worst, I mean, certainly one of the worst halves in the last month and a half. Um, you know, again, I don't, don't want to push the panic button. To, to, you know, for for a trade, it's like. Every team goes through issues. It doesn't matter who you are or how good you are or how talented you are, any of those things. Every team goes through issues. And I understand you could hear that and be like, every team's not going through this. Every team has their own shit, you know? Like, again, like the Celtics, right? The Celtics are the best freaking team in the league. They have the best scoring margin in the league. Um, they're, They're running roughshod over everybody. And if you would have gone and paid attention to how the Celtics were responding to some stretches of games this season, you would have thought, like, the sky's falling. This doesn't matter who you are, you know. And it, it works on the other end of the spectrum too. Like, go, 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 go! Pay attention to how Rockets fans are 
handling the season, you know, um, with what's going on. Like it's across the board. You know, some teams are are kind of immune from it to a certain extent. Like this Pacers team, it's a good example. And like it's that's nice for them. They get to play with no stakes. They have a guy Halliburton, give the ball to him, let him let him let him roll. Um, but those are rare exceptions. You know, when there are stakes, when there are real stakes, like teams just they go through shit. So I don't I don't want to act like it's just us because it it is not just us. Um, even though it feels like it sometimes. Uh, thanks, Junon. Appreciate that as always. Sam L, what's going on, Sam? Ball movement, uh, player movement really breaks down in crunch time situations with this team. It certainly did tonight. There was a there was that stretch early in the fourth quarter, especially, and and th- sorry throughout the f- fourth quarter, <laughs> throughout the fourth quarter, we're just like it was like that was, you know, Benji made a comment on Twitter like that's that's middle school shit. I think he said it tonight. That's just it's not good, and that's on everybody. It's on the coach, on the players. Jaden Darcy, what's going on, Jaden? JD from Australia. Haven't checked in in a while. Quentin Grimes had that uh, brother in the pits of hell. <laughs> Dude even faked an injury to get out of there. It's a great game by Grimes. And they again, the Knicks got lucky with the Halliburton injury. And I just want to say, to be very clear, I hope Halliburton's okay. Uh, he's he's absolutely... I was, I was so expecting a big-time Halliburton game. And we didn't get it. Maybe we would have gotten it down the stretch if we didn't get hurt. I'm thankful that we didn't get a big Halliburton game. I'm not thankful that he got hurt. I hope he's okay. Uh, Jaden, thank you very much. And shout out to Australia. Sergio Acosta, what's going on, Sergio? Quentin Grimes sitting 11 minutes in the fourth quarter kills me. RJ was gassed. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. 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 Luffy, what's going on, Luffy? I fear TJ McConnell more than Tyrese Halliburton. Benji was all over this during the during the playback, and I'll pat myself on the back because I I said it um, early on during the playback because I just I was singing McConnell's praises. I mean, I love McConnell. How do you not love McConnell? How do you not watch McConnell and want McConnell on your team? That dude, all that does, all that, and I understand he's small and he can't really hit a three. Um, bad decision by him to shoot a three in the fourth quarter. If we're being honest, but like, man. That dude is just a gnat who you just watch him and you're like, man. And he, he also doesn't miss inside of 16 feet. I know he doesn't take as many shots as Jalen Brunson from that distance, but like he's not as good as Brunson because I don't know if anybody's as good as Brunson at it, pound for pound, certainly. But he's, I don't think he did, did, did he, did he miss a shot? He was six of 11, 0 of one from three. So he was only six of ten from two point range. So yes, according to the box score, TJ McConnell missed two point shots. I don't remember any of them. I remember a single one. <laughs> Thanks, Luffy. Appreciate it. Uh, Hutch did with another one. We didn't lose this game, nor deserve to lose. The amount of leads we've lost in the fourth cancels us out. We one hundred percent deserve this win. So I think you're taking the view more point of the viewpoint more of like. Um, you know, the universe owed us one, which if that's your view, that's fine. They were, they were not the better team. Honestly, they were not the better team for the, for the majority of this game. And for them to, for them to have to take this game down the stretch, like they did with 
the talent discrepancy and like how often have we been able to say like, oh, the Knicks are just the more talented team. Guess what? Like the Knicks were absolutely the more talented team tonight. And they just, you know, they still needed to eke it out. It's shitty is what it is. Thanks, Hush. Jason Feldman, what's going on, Jason? My Knicks Blow Leads t-shirt has people asking a lot of questions already answered by my t-shirt. Should make that t-shirt. You'd probably sell a few, 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 uh, few, few copies. Uh, thanks, Jason. Uh, Keith, what's going on, Keith? I don't know what to say about the blown leads anymore, but I'm just grateful we won. Brunson needs to be an all-star. Uh, it, he definitely added to his all-star case tonight. That's for damn sure. And, you know, I was like, I was definitely on the Randall, the Randall train to be sure, because Randall's just been playing out of his minds. And I really, I did genuinely believe that Randall had surpassed um, Brunson in the all-star candidacy. Maybe it's recency bias. Maybe it's just like reminding myself like, oh yeah, Jalen Brunson, still the most important player on this team. Uh, or maybe it's that uh, shameless plug for the next film school newsletter. Go subscribe on Substack. I did my star standings for the year and through 41 games, Jalen Brunson has a sizable lead. And like, yeah, Jalen Brunson needs to be the Knicks all-star. I'm here for it. Thanks, Keith. Sam with another one. The ball finds quickly in the corner on a long rebound late in the fourth, completely by chance. And it was the easiest flowing the off- offense they got for 10 minutes. Yeah. The offense was, it was as bad a stretch on offense as we have seen them play. I mean, I don't know. I mean, in a month and a half? In two months? I mean, it was a true. I mean, I, we, you can't, there's no sugarcoating it. It was an offensive atrocity. <laughs> it just was. It was really bad. Um, Hush with another one. I'm not going to knock RJ. You can tell he was trying to get back into rhythm. When was the last time the Knicks had three 20-point-per-game scores on a team? Interesting. Oh, man, do I want to spoil something I, I was working on all day today. Um, I'll spoil it a little bit. So first and foremost, um, RJ, I am. I said it during the halftime. Zoom, again, shameless plug. All the, all the newsletter subscribers who were on that, they heard me say it. I loved how RJ um, came out aggressive to start this game, to establish himself, the whole thing. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. In the fourth quarter, that's not the time to get back in rhythm, man. And that's, but again, that's not on him. That's on the coach for keeping him, keep him in there. Maybe it pays off in the long run. And maybe we look back on this and be like, oh, wow. Remember when we were like losing our shit because like Grimes wasn't in the fourth quarter or maybe RJ should have been out, the whole thing. Like maybe it pays off. You know, I always get on people because I'm like, how dare you question the coach for this, that, or the other thing? He's the professional and you're not. And then sure as shit, I'm sitting in front of a microphone tonight and be like, I'm, the coach was wrong. I, I can't have it both ways. And, and that's a bad job by me. It just, and it's easy to look back when you see the results and you see that RJ Barrett had a poor fourth quarter. Um, but 
Maybe it does pay off in the long run. Maybe it does. As for the as for your question, I will say that the Knicks have never had three 20-point scorers on the team. Uh, they came close um, way, 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 way. They, they may have come, come close earlier than this, but like way, way back in the... Actually, in the 50s, they came close. They had two guys average 20 a game, and they had... Um, Oh my God! Who was it? Someone that averaged was averaging eighteen and a half a game. Uh, but if you're interested in three twenty-four per game scores and how many there are this year and the history of um, having a bunch of twenty-point per game scores on the same team, uh, stay tuned uh, to a Knicks Film School newsletter coming your way soon because I got a I got a history-heavy piece coming your way. Thank you, Hush. Uh, Barry Craver, what's going on, Barry? Despite not being on his A game, Julius kept at it. Okay, I'm here for some Julius praise. That's fine. Uh, deserved. And he had a big three, too. Uh, both the three, there we go, when we were in the making the run and the huge block, uh, or the and the block were huge. All star Julius, thanks, KFS. Yeah, I don't know if this is, <laughs> I don't know if this is a, uh, a, a pro all star Julius game. Um, I have a hard time seeing both him and Brunson getting in. Um, We'll see. But I appreciate the comment, Barry, for sure. Dom Cappuccini, what's going on, Dom? The first time Randall froze, and here's the other side of the coin, froze multiple times from a trap, I think. Still big credit for the big late block. Can't argue with his desire to win. Let me be very clear on that part of it, because I, I think at times, not a, I, I did it, maybe not to the extent that maybe others did, but I certainly did it, and I shouldn't have done it. I, I, if ever I've questioned Julius Randle's desire to win or, or, you know, caring about the right things, uh, that was a terrible job by me. Um, and I should never do that. There, there, there are, there are, you know, this is a player that, that has had some issues in the past and has still issues that manifest themselves in, ways that are counterproductive and that appear from our vantage point, watching the games at home or from the stands or whatever, like, oh man, he's, you know, doesn't care about the right things. Eh, that's going too far. Um, I do think he cares a lot and uh, we should just be, you know, yeah. Good, good stuff though. Appreciate that comment. Sam L, what's going on, Sam? Again, thank you for all the generous contributions. RJ at the power forward for 10 minutes per game. Could solve the Grimes issue. Um, if you're playing RJ at power forward for 10 minutes per game, where uh, where's Obi? Um, I, I'm not advocating for trading Obi, but like to be very clear, if the Knicks move, went forward and like let's say they, they did trade Obi for a wing or something, like... I've been saying since he was drafted, RJ should be able to play the power forward. Should be able to play the four. I, that's not a that's not a uh, solution to like this closing lineup thing, which is now a, like talk about something that's a, immediately an issue because it is. Um, thanks, Sam. 
For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100, or visit weissandrosenblum.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals, and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how easy, fun, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. With fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 15 
15 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with béarnaise sauce, or Southwest pork and bean burritos. If you know anything about me, you know that I'm not the greatest when it comes to cooking. Thankfully, I found a life partner that loves her time in the kitchen and loves putting together these elaborate meals. Unfortunately, with her schedule working at a school all day and my schedule covering sports all night, we rarely have time to go to the grocery store together. Well, HelloFresh has made it possible for us to do all the grocery shopping for the week right from the comfort of our living room. In fact, just last night when I was editing the latest KFS pod, she was putting together two plates of Presto Pesto Panko Chicken with roasted potatoes and green beans. We were able to do dinner and a movie without even leaving the comfort of our own home. And this is just one of several delicious HelloFresh meal options with cook and prep time taking less than an hour. When you've got busy, conflicting schedules like ours, you don't have to go out for dinner and a movie. Instead, it comes right to you. Don't hesitate. Head to HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool21 and use code FilmSchool21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool21 and use code FilmSchool21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Busy. What's going on, Busy? I can't wait to hear what Busy's going to say. I love Busy's comments. Knicks fans lead the league in heart attacks, huh? Um, don't hear your curse out people who speak ill about Tibbs before bed. Watch on playback night. Hashtag love you, KFS. Um, yeah, man, it's it was a rough one tonight. That's all I could say. It was a rough one tonight. No disagreement with any criticism anybody wants to levy. That is for sure. Daniel Carlisto, what's going on, Daniel? Great team win, John. Okay, I'm here for the positivity. Clutch plays from everyone. Would love to see that closing lineup more. Uh, Jalen Brunson, Emmanuel quickly. Grimes, RJ Julius. Let's go small when blockness isn't in. It's tough for me to, to agree with that. Only because the rim protection that Mitch provides, there was a play, and I... Maybe it was the 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 unsung play of the game that was referenced um, a few comments ago. Where like uh, Goga was like trying to prevent Mitch from getting a like someone who drove from the corner, and like Goga was trying to prevent Mitch from doing from like blocking the shot, and um, Mitch blocked it anyway. Um, it was I. Don't remember. It was definitely down the stretch. Um, and I'm trying to look for it right now. I can't remember exactly when it was, but like Mitch can do that, you know, and the offensive rebounding too, just to extend possessions. Like that's really deflating for teams that are trying to come back when you play a good defensive possession. And, and it, 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 if Julius was just a little bit better, like offered you anything on rim protection, anything, he just doesn't. And I'm not, knocking Julius for that. It's just like, that's the reality of the situation. So it's tough. Uh, I don't know if that's the move. I think you just have to be like, here's the thing, right? Here's where I'm going to land. How many games are you going to have where every single one of Brunson quickly Grimes, RJ and Randall are all playing great. Probably not very many, right? So just, you could essentially mix and match with those Five to, to to pick four of those five. Do that. Pick the best four of those five if you want Mitch's size in there, which most of the time I feel like they should have. Almost all the time I feel like they should have. Um, 
you want to tell me like there are certain times where you want Randall in as well for size and certain certain you know matchups that that's fine too if another team's going big and you want to prevent the other team from getting offensive rebounds. Tonight was one of those nights you could take a Randall out. You know, I I think RJ should have been the one to go. You could take a Randall out. It's fine. Um, that would have been the way I went. Thanks, Daniel. Appreciate that. Jeremy Chase, what's going on, Jeremy? We have six guys for five spots to close. It's a good problem to have, but tough choices for Tibbs. I agree. And, and, and let me let me say, and this this will this here's the Tibbs apologist uh, coming out. Um, we, I, we, whatever, should never ever 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 pretend <laughs> like this is an easy job. That and that's that is really the thing that um, I think gets under my skin with some of this stuff is where it's like, oh, how dare he do this and this and that. It's not an easy job. Now, it's not an easy job. Only 30 people have it, right? So it's like, <laughs> it's not a get out of jail free card. But these these are the sorts of struggles, which is what I kind of was hinting at when I was like, every team goes through shit. And every fan base, to a certain extent, blends their blames their coach for the stuff. It is... It is tough. It is tough, and there it, very rarely does a coach just have it easy. To you know, very very rarely you're going to be Steve Kerr during like the 2016-17 season. Like that doesn't happen often. Um, so these are tough choices. They're tough choices. So let's say that. Uh, anyway, uh, oh wait, go back to that for one sec. I, there was one some some else there at the end of that. Clyde calling Jalen Smith. David Ruffin is the call of the night. Yeah, good job by Clyde. Love it. Thank you, Jeremy. Dominic Manzi, what's going on, Dominic? Uh, looks like we stumbled onto something finishing the game small. Eh, it was more because they just needed the ball handling at that point in time. I'm still not a huge fan of not having Mitch out there for the room protection and the offensive rebound, but that's fair. Uh, Quentin Grimes and Emmanuel quickly need to be out there. Very few fives are going to make us pay down the stretch. Mm. It's, but again, it's not just about that. It's about the rim protection. It's about the offensive rebounding. Not to repeat myself, but it is. I look this the the version of this team that we're seeing right now is not is not the final version of what Leon Rose hopes he's going to get a chance to put together before he leaves this job. I'm sure. Um, and we could just leave it at that for now. But like, yeah, it's tough decisions. I think the other the other comment nailed it. Thanks, Dominic. Appreciate that. Uh, Will Oliver, what's going on? Will, great to hear from you. I saw you on Twitter earlier today. Uh, thank you for the kind words. Um, leaving MSG with a big exhale. We have to shore things up in the third quarter and on double teams. Randall, redeeming block. Play the game. A win is a win. B- Benji called it out. It was a- it was after a blown blown coverage, but it was a big play. It was a big play for sure. Thank you, Will. Appreciate that. Um, man. Halliburton leaving on crutches. Uh, I don't like to see that. That's, that's not great. Um, Ryan, what's going on, Ryan? Uh, a win is a win. Greetings from the garden where hashtag JB is 34. Hymns. JB is 34 hymns solidifies himself as an all-star. I went to the Spurs game too. I need to start leaving at halftime. They got to figure this shit out. They got to figure this shit out. Just got to. 
Luke Shamoon. What's going on, Luke? Uh, a win is a win. Cooler was missing my train uh, because I saw Jeremy in Penn Station. <laughs> Shout out to Jeremy who was at the game tonight and thanked him for teaching me what base year compensation was. Um, base year compensation, oddly enough, not technically in the CBA. It's a carryover from the previous CBA, but the rules still apply. Uh, yes, that's awesome. I hope it was worth it. Uh, shout out to Jeremy Cohen. He is the best. Um, Kevin Danishevsky with another one. John, give Quentin Grimes three stars. He deserves a push in the standings. Awesome defense on Hallie. Four threes were timely. Bit hard on Jalen Brunson. I know he's not perfect, but one turnover in 34 minutes on 20 shots. No, or one turnover, uh, 34 points, uh, on 20 shots. Yes, I, I want to. I was too hard on, on... Again, I'm spoiled. Hashtag spoiled. It's got that trending. Um, by the way, 42 minutes for Jalen Brunson? Yeah, so uh, my my thinking on the stars is Brunson gets the first star. Um, man, the RJ crowd is going to kill me. The RJ crowd is going to kill me because I'm inclined to give Grimes two and and quickly three. Quickly only three and nine from the field. RJ nine to 23. Quickly deserves a star over RJ though. He just does. If you watch the game, you, that's to me, that's clear and I'll, I'll get killed for it. That's okay. Won't be the first time. Won't be the last. Jasso focused. What's going on, Ja? Hi, Mac. Me and you are always in sync about Tibbs, even when I don't expect it. Makes me feel good. IQ back to playing 25 minutes after averaging 40 a game without RJ is ludicrous. Um, I'll put I'll push back on you there, actually, Ja. Um, I think 25 minutes is fine for for Emmanuel Quick. I think that's the bare minimum. I said it on the playback early, and I got a little bit of pushback because I was like, I don't, I, I'm not as worried about Obi's minutes right now. You know, Obi, Obi played nine minutes tonight. Okay. Randall's, he's been in as good a stretch as he's been his whole career. Obi's working his way back into a rotation that had really settled on some nice things. The quickly thing, 25 should be the minimum. If there are games where he plays 25 minutes, I'll be okay with it. Tonight, a game like tonight, he should have played 30 or more. At least thirty, though. So I, I'm I'm going to disagree with you, but I'm not really disagreeing with you. I, what, but I will say, like, there it, to say, like, twenty five minutes a night moving forward for quickly is like egregious. I, I I can't as I'm saying it. I don't think it's egregious. I, I would would I like to see a little bit more? Yeah. You know, but again, I'm, you know me, I'm not the guy who's going to sit here and quibble, but he should be 28 minutes as opposed to 24 or 25. Like, you know, when he should play more. And tonight, he, I would just say this for quickly, played 16 minutes in the second half. That's, that's fine. You know, he should have played a few more in the first half. Let's say that. Sorry, I just was rambling for there, but that, that's good. It was thought provoking. Uh, appreciate that. Danny, what's going on again, Danny? That, there was an audible groan in the crowd every time Randall touched the ball in the second half. The amount of times he slowed the office was absurd. Uh, do I say it? Andrew, come on here. 
Where's Andrew? Is Andrew maybe Andrew's having a Andrew's fixing his mic. What's up? The point I made on the playback where I was like, do I should we should we, we say the quiet part out loud? The theory? I mean, I don't even think this is I'm it's gaining traction at this point. So I'm oh, not well, just in general, like the data is starting to support it. You know, I don't know about that. It's two games. Okay, so let's just tell the folks at home. What we're What's the about. biggest difference from the last two games to the month and a half before that? Okay, so Obi Toppin is back, and there's a player who received chance during games when Julius Randle was having good games last season. Uh, maybe earlier this season. I've just blocked it out, but opening night of preseason. There you go. Okay, there you go. so it's a thing. And this is a player who, and credit to him, and I, I want to be very clear when I say this, I'm not. I'm, this is a good thing. Julius Randle getting um, one of the assistant coaches, I apologize, I forget who it is, to kind of you know, get him calmed down before the game or put him in the right headspace. That's a great thing. But I think it is fair, it is fair to say and look at the totality of the evidence and say this is a player who the mental part of a game, of the game, has been a big, it has been a, it has been a hurdle for him. Can we say that? Mm-hmm. And it has been a, a thing. It's been a thing. It's been a. It's been a. It's been a, a talking point. It's been a point of conversation. So to 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 acknowledge that, and then to sit here and and again, it's two games. I don't want to go. That's why it's two. I hate going crazy over two games. Nothing. But to at least not sit here and and wonder, like, huh? Obi's back. This was the worst. I mean, it's the worst game Randall's played in what? Month and a half, two months. I mean, it's, it's a while. It was different from the Milwaukee game because oh, I very different. He, I just very thought he missed different. shots in the Milwaukee yeah. game. I thought his looks were good. I thought his process was good. And we were sitting yeah. there in the fourth quarter tonight, looking up. And it's like he's got more turnovers than made field goals. You know, and did he? Did he is that true? He had he had five turnovers oh, at the beginning of the fourth, and six, he had six four made the, field goals. Did he finish with six turnovers? Finished with six. He had. Ended up with five made field goals. So there you go. He finished with more turnovers than made field goals, which look, I you're right. It's a two game sample size. I think Randall will be fine. Um, I don't. The the guys that are driven by emotion, like we're we're two old school Knicks fans that go back to the 90s that remember the John Starks days. You know, Reggie Miller has that famous line in the ESPN 30 for 30 that like he realized really quickly, like, oh, I can get this. I can get in this guy's head. And Ewing knowing that was like, okay, like I, I could see this ticking time bomb. There's similarities to that with Julius where I think of the, the Mark Jackson quote, by the way, what? Oh, the, the doc, the looking at, looking in his eyes, John, wanted no parts of those free throws. No yes. parts, no parts. It was plural. No, no parts. No, of those no parts of those free throws. Yes. The point being is that there are plenty of guys that play with emotion. Julius is one of them it can work to his betterment sometimes and it's how he plays so aggressive and with the tenacity that he does, especially on the boards. And then there are moments when the slightest thing can nudge him a certain way. And we get a game like tonight and the theory that was posed to us a month ago when he was a week and a half into playing unreal was Obi's not there. And it was like, Oh, I hope this isn't a thing. And then we're a month and a half later. Obi's still gone. And everybody's saying he's an all-star. He's getting MVP chance at MSG. 
So it'll be, I'm not saying it's like a proven valid theory yet. No, it's it not. Some, it's something to pay attention to now that Obi's in the mix. And I'd be lying if, again, with no sources, connections whatsoever, if uh, that who would is, even be able to, to speak to the, Oh, no, no. I'm not talking about the theory being proven. Yeah. I'm saying that if the calculation of, well, this is why Obi being mentioned in trade rumors is out there. Because then that that allows Julius to be stress free, you know. Even if, if, if it's that, even if that's a bad reason to trade Ob, you know, you also about questionable questionable process. Um, agreed, agreed. But that listen, the be lying if I wasn't thinking it during the second half tonight, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, on the list of things that I'm going to come out come out of tonight, kind of concerned about that's. I actually think it's lower on the list, but like, again, I, I, I feel like I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't bring it up tonight. That's all. Yeah, not true. Uh, thanks, Danny. Um, thank you, Andrew, for hopping on. Uh, as always, Haitian Ferg, what's going on, Haitian? Always love to hear from you. Although we have a much better starting or point guard, I still feel like we're missing a calming presence on the team. I would love Taj Gibson over Hartstein right now. Me too, man. Long live Taj. Played a lot of minutes tonight for Washington and a win over Wash over the Bulls. Uh, now for both defensive rebounding and veteran leadership, cheaper too. Taj Gibson was one of the best value contracts in the league the last couple of years. That dude never. Whenever when did you ever watch a game with Taj Gibson in and be like, man, fucking Gibson's killing us? Never, because it didn't happen. Ever. Um, Dom the dentist. What's going on, Dom? And 10 root canals for Isaiah Hartenstein. <laughs> oh, that's great. Parrish Duggar. What's going on, Parrish? Uh, tired players make lazy plays. Eh. Yeah. I'm not, I can't sit here and say you're wrong. I don't, I don't know if that's, my first go-to. Anyway, Tibbs is killing this team in the second and third quarters. However, be careful over criticizing a win. I mean, the Knicks won again. That, like, and that, and that's like quibbles are fine. Quibbles are fair. Quibbles are part of what we all do. You know, we just they're twenty-three and nineteen. You know, they're twenty-three and eighteen. That's all. So there's a lot of bad tonight, but you got to take the good. You got to take the bad with the good. You got to good good with the bad. Danny with another one. Danny, you're incredible. Um, thank you. Um, I think I do think it's important to note that the Knicks also missed a ton of open threes in the fourth too, and Heald had some insane ones. If a few of them were, yeah, a few of them were pretty good. But he, I mean. Danny, you, I don't need to tell you. He he, he can hit those shots. Uh, but going small is the solution, not pulling RJ. You stop that by switching. I, I'll, I'll push back. I, I want to talk to you about this maybe in the next... Uh, we'll talk about it in the next, next halftime. Um, I, maybe it's just me. I just... I really do fear... I'm not saying you can't switch. Obviously, you could switch. But to... I don't know that I don't know that taking Mitch out of the game there's enough 
I'm not saying it's it's less about the risk of taking him out of the game, and it's more about the reward of going small. And I'm not saying there aren't rewards to going small. I'm not saying I want to be very clear, but I, I do think there was a cost benefit analysis discussion there to be had. I, I intuitively fall on my side of it, and you seem to be falling the other side. Of it, but I, it's I guess it's an interesting conversation. Um, as far as the Knicks uh, missing threes, the Knicks for tonight shot uh, 36% from three. They were 15 of 42. It did, did feel like they missed a lot in the fourth quarter, though. So that's that's fair. But the, again, that that's, that is part of this team's DNA. Say that. That is that's a thing. You know, that is a thing. Um, Jossel focused with another one. Thank you, uh, Jaw. Again, Grimes, 30 minutes, IQ, 25 minutes. But Hallie and Matherin played 27. Heald and MR played 32 and 34. Why is our big three playing 40 when we're healthy? Uh, it's a Tibbs thing. That's a Tibbs thing. It's always done that. And again, it's a Tibbs thing, but it's also most head coaches thing. Now, is it fair of me to say that another head coach or most head coaches would do the same thing with this particular roster? No. But most head coaches do do this. Um, and the you know, proof of that is 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 born out around the league. Uh, you know, Jeff Van Gundy. You know, the most classic example. You you play your best players the most minutes. Um so I, again, I think you 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 the criticism has to has to be taken with a grain of salt, but that is also not to say it is not fair in certain circumstances. And I think tonight it was fair criticism. And again, you know, we have the luxury of sitting back and Monday morning quarterbacking it. Other times, and it's maybe times that we don't talk about as much, where it's like, oh my god. The Knicks needed every one of those minutes from player X or player Y or player Z. So you take it game by game. Appreciate that, Joe. 